Good morning, everybody. This is Nurse Anna coming to you from NurseStudy.net. Today, we're going to be talking about Bell's palsy. So Bell's palsy is actually described as a sudden weakness in the patient's facial muscles. The patient will usually exhibit a unilateral facial droop. The cranial nerve that is usually affected is cranial nerve 7, and that's important for any NCLEX question. You want to know 7. The exact cause of Bell's palsy is unknown, but it can occur at any age. Inflammation and swelling of the nerves that control the muscles on the patient's face are thought to be a possible cause. Viral infections may also be a possible cause of this condition. While Bell's palsy is usually self-limiting and temporary, some patients may continue to show signs and symptoms for the rest of their life. Usually signs and symptoms resolve within a few weeks and will rarely reoccur. It is possible for Bell's palsy to affect both sides of the face, although this is a very rare occurrence. Some of the signs and symptoms that we would look for for Bell's palsy would be drooling, headache, decreased taste sensation, altered tears and saliva production, mild facial weakness or total paralysis to one side of the face, facial droop, difficulty smiling or closing the eyes, pain behind the ear or jaw on the affected side. As far as complications go, Bell's palsy will usually resolve within a few weeks. However, the following complications may occur. Permanent damage to the facial nerve, possible blindness resulting from scratching or drying of the cornea, permanent contractures of certain facial muscles. Diagnosis is usually made by patient presentation. In the majority of cases, weakness is limited to just one side of the face. The healthcare provider will also need to rule out other possible causes of facial paralysis, such as stroke, tumors, infections, or even Lyme disease. We will also use an EMG or electromyography to confirm nerve damage and severity of the damage. A CT or MRI can eliminate other possible causes of the nerve damage. Treatments. Some patients with Bell's palsy make complete recovery without any medical intervention. However, the healthcare provider may prescribe the following to assist with recovery of the patient. Antiviral medications may be of some use in shortening the duration of the disease process. Corticosteroids can be used for their anti-inflammatory properties to reduce the inflammation on the facial nerve. Pain medications for the headaches that sometimes occur. Eye care. This is important because we want to keep the eye moist and protect it from harmful agents. Physical therapy to help prevent facial contractures. And surgery may be needed to decompress the pressure on the facial nerve. So I hope that this information on Bell's palsy was helpful. Don't forget to visit us on our Facebook page at NurseStudyNet or online at NurseStudy.net for more nursing topics. This is Nurse Anna, hoping that you have a great week.